It's Wednesday, June 8th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Democratic and Republican negotiators focused talks on a narrow set of proposals designed to keep guns out of the hands of potentially dangerous young adults. As President Biden and leaders of both parties said they were encouraged by progress in the discussion so far. In recent days, Republican negotiators in the Senate have signaled openness to closer scrutiny of juvenile records while sidelining a proposal to raise the minimum age to buy certain weapons to 21 years old. President Biden has argued for a broad set of new gun restrictions, including a ban on assault-style weapons, but he has said he backed the current negotiations and would give negotiators room to work. Mr. Biden met with the lead Democratic negotiator, Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut, on Tuesday morning. The White House said Mr. Biden was likely to accept any deal, even if small. Meanwhile, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen warned that the U.S. is likely facing a prolonged period of elevated inflation, while the World Bank sharply lowered global growth forecasts and flagged a risk of recession in many countries. Ms. Yellen, speaking Tuesday on Capitol Hill, said that the White House would likely revise upward its U.S. inflation forecast, which already showed prices rising this year at nearly twice the pre-pandemic rate. I do expect inflation to remain high, she said, although I very much hope that it will be coming down now, adding that the Biden administration was updating its forecast from March that inflation would average 4.7% this year. In recent months, Consumer inflation has trended above 8%. The numbers aren't locked in, but it's likely to be higher than the initial 4.7% forecast, she said. Ms. Yellen's testimony before the Senate Finance Committee came as the World Bank, in a report, projected several years of high global inflation and tepid growth reminiscent of the stagflation of the 1970s. In security news, Senior U.S. cyber officials urged companies to remain on high alert for cyber attacks as a consequence of Russia's war in Ukraine, saying the warnings are based on intelligence assessments of potential strikes. Since the start of Russia's invasion of Ukraine in February, federal agencies including the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, the National Security Agency, and the FBI have warned of potential cyber attacks against critical infrastructure operators. Jen Easterly, CISA's director, said on the sidelines of the RSA conference in San Francisco on Tuesday that despite a lack of major attacks against Western infrastructure since the war began, companies shouldn't let their guard down. Ms. Easterly pointed to incidents such as the hack of satellites operated by Viasat Incorporated on the eve of the invasion as proof that cyber attacks can and have spilled over from the theater of conflict, where she said the agency has seen significant cyber activity. In other news, Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company has told U.S. auto safety regulators it is recalling a tire that has been linked to at least eight deaths and several dozen injuries after years of resisting such a move and defending the tire as safe. Goodyear, in a notice published Tuesday by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, said the recall campaign covers 173,000 tires made between 1996 and 2003 and sold for use on motorhomes under the G159 model name. The recall involves only certain sizes of G159 tires. And... A group led by billionaire Walmart heir Rob Walton has agreed to purchase the Denver Broncos for $4.65 billion, 
a person familiar with the matter said, in a record-breaking transaction that brings one of the world's wealthiest people into the NFL and ends years of drama surrounding one of the sport's most iconic franchises. The team announced the agreement late Tuesday without disclosing the price. The sale, which is still pending league approval, is far and away the richest ever for a North American sports team and doubles the high price for sales of NFL teams, which was previously about $2.3 billion. Today marks a significant step on the path to an exciting new chapter in Broncos history, team president and CEO Joe Ellis said in a statement. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com.